the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Well, hello, everybody, and a welcome to spring. Although, if you've been in lockdown, the seasons haven't mattered very much. <laughs> Do you remember winter? Do you remember fall? Do you remember last summer? Do you remember last spring? That they all collide into one thing. There was a Wall Street Journal piece. I wish I had brought it into the studio still on my desk at home, but it was a Wall Street Journal piece. The lockdowns were not worth it. Did you see that piece? Yeah. And I just want to remind you, I and I, I have no self-consciousness about this. I said they were worthless last April. A month into them. No, I excuse me, I didn't say they were worthless. I said they were destructive and they were how is a Florida done with its uh, lack of lockdown minimal or minimal lockdown compared to California is that a fair question my friends do you know how underreported the damage to people's lives economically socially morally maritally terms of addiction, depression, suicide, diseases gone untreated because people were afraid to go into a hospital, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. They're so underreported. Anyway, welcome to the show. Hope you had a good weekend. What is it? The spring equinox, correct? Summer solstice, winter solstice, spring equinox. Some places are still in for a big snowstorm. (laughs) Every time spring comes, people think, oh, it's going to be a big change. And then some people in the northern climes get get a real hit of a blizzard. Well, if it goes on, the, the next great lie... Because if Americans get along, Democrats don't win. The left doesn't have any sense of purpose. So the trick is to have as many Americans hate one another as possible, especially hate whites. And the New York Times is the leader in the hate. And it is pure hate. Because the whole thing's a gigantic lie about this onslaught of anti-Asian American violence. What is, By the way, what does Asian American mean? Does it include Indians? It's called the Asian subcontinent. Does does it include Indians? Does it include Filipinos? My, my call him affectionately my drug dealer because I'm addicted to audio equipment, and he is my primary supplier, and for years, and he's Filipino, and he 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 startled at the idea that quote, Asian Americans, unquote, are targets of 
great racism, whether violent or verbal. He doesn't know what they're talking about. He wanted to know if he should come on the radio and say nothing's happened to him. (laughs) I will have data for you on this Asian-American thing later. But I want to read to you the Los Angeles Times, which competes with the New York Times for low intellectual level and fomenting hatred. It's It's a very, very tough race. So it had a piece by a, uh, an author of Chinese uh, extraction, ancestry, whatever term you wish to use. He's the author of Interior Chinatown, which won the 2020 National Book Award for Fiction. Well, that's a big honor. So... Uh, I've been thinking about my children. He writes a piece, The Cruel Plot Twist in the Asian American Story. One more word on Asian as a term. It's the first time in history that the Japanese and Chinese have been lumped into one category. Just to give an example, or or the Japanese and Koreans. Do you know how much Koreans and Chinese suffered under Japanese Nazi-like rule? But I guess uh, they're all united in their anger at America. Most successful, I believe, is that not correct? The most successful ethnic group is Asian American. They, re- they really got it. The only people actually discriminating against Asian Americans are the left like Harvard, because if they actually admitted people based on academic credentials, Asian Americans would be the predominant group, just like Jews would have been the predominant group in the 30s and 40s, and Harvard had a quota on the number of Jews they would accept into Harvard. This, they're now turning, this is Asian American writers are now turning into Charles M. Blows. This is what reminded me. I'm going to read to you from his piece. I've been thinking about my children. What do I say to them about all of this? What do I tell these kids born in the U.S. to parents also born in the U.S.? that they are now and always will be seen by some people primarily as Asian and nothing more? Poor kids. Isn't it, by the way, at least, at least he uses the word some. Some people. How much intermarriage is there between Asian Americans and non-Asian Americans? It's, it's, it's enormous. Uh, But uh, that's irrelevant because somebody, somewhere, some Asian American got beaten up, which is, of course, terrible. We don't even know, though, in what cases it's because the person was Asian American. BuzzFeed gave an example. Did I read that? Did I mention that on the air? BuzzFeed, a left-wing source, I'll, I'll get it all for you. It's quite remarkable. 
cited an example of uh, and, and provided the video of an Asian American out of nowhere, somebody running up to him, smashing his head. He falls on his head and he dies. I looked up the case. Antoine Winston, I think his name was, black guy. BuzzFeed never mentions it was a black guy. Because the purpose of all of this hatred fomented by the New York Times, BuzzFeed, and the rest is to hate whites. Get it? Whites have created this, this the new the new evil in America. Anti-Asian American racism. I told you all of my broadcast career, hysteria is to the left what oxygen is to biological life. The latest, and hysterias are, they're, they're all phony. It's just phony. What am I going to tell my children? This article, by the way, I invite Mr. Yu on the show. It's irrelevant, needless to say. They never come on. Almost never. Even though I am noted for treating people I differ with politely. They don't come on because they do not have an intellectual or moral basis for their positions. And somebody like me would make that clear without calling them a name, without even arguing. Like others watching the recent rise in anti-Asian harassment and violence. He's watching it? Where is he seeing it? You know where he's seeing it? On CNN and the New York Times. That's where it's rising. I'll tell you the numbers of, uh, of how much in America it has happened during the course of the uh, program. I've been thinking of my parents, my in-laws, and their friends, people who have lived here for 50, 60, 70 years, or in some cases their whole lives. There's a term for these people, Americans. Couldn't agree with him more on that. My dad was an aerospace engineer in Southern California for over 30 years, helping to make airplanes safer. My mom worked two jobs, including one as a public school employee. Both of my wife's grandfathers served in the U.S. Armed Forces during World War II. So what's the problem? We'll find out. Hi, Dennis Prager here again with a message for anyone struggling with pain. Of course, I want you to know about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that tens of thousands are now taking every day. I take it every day. I like being out of pain. But I know you may be skeptical. I certainly was. Then I kept hearing about all the people, including my wife, who were no longer in pain. So I decided to give it a try. In fact, listen to Janice's story. I was skeptical at first. But because of the pain that I was having when I would uh, substitute teach and have to climb stairs, so I have lower back, hip, and even knee pain. And after about three weeks, I found that I could climb stairs pain-free. But it wasn't only pain-free. I could do it step over step without holding on the railing. I'm really happy. It's, it makes me feel like I'm young again. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384. 800-500-8384. Hi, everybody. I'm Dennis Prager. So, 
continuing with the subject of the, the great lie about anti-Asian hate, which is implied to be American and white, correct? Otherwise, it's not terribly meaningless. So here's a New York Daily News, which on the left headline yesterday. Man in critical, critical condition after unprovoked punch on Manhattan subway. Latest victim of anti-Asian hate. Well, they have a video of the guy who did it, and they captured him. And he happens to be black. So how is that an example of anti-Asian hate that is assumed to be part of the white list of hatreds of other groups? From what I have seen, the majority of assaults on Asian Americans have come from black Americans. Is that reported in any of your newspapers? Does CNN report that? Just the latest attack on Asian Americans. But if it's largely black Americans doing it, then it's a black problem specifically. Correct or not correct? But facts and leftism never coincide. It's a world built on lies. This is the latest lie. So I'm reading to you from this winner of the National Book Award, a Chinese-American writer. And he talks about it, his, his parents and his grandparents and his wife's grandparents, how much they assimilated into America. I think about the stories they've shared with me, what they've seen and lived through in this country, recessions and booms, wars and social movements and protests, and technological revolutions. Presidents from Truman to Biden, I think about the soccer practices they've driven to, the money they've saved, the taxes paid, the elections they voted in, the stresses and sleepless nights, the indignity small and large endured, the pride and joy felt in what they've accomplished, the neighbors and co-workers befriended and helped and leaned on, the communities they belong to, what it took for them to raise families and build lives here. And then I think about this. 3,795 incidents reported from March 19th, 2020 through February 28th. Wow. 3,795 lives disrupted, devalued, or even destroyed. 3,795 incidents. If somebody said something ugly, and I have no countenance for it, I have no acceptance of anything like that. Take a look at how many anti-Semitic incidents there were in the U.S. in the same period. Incidents. Covers a lot, you know? And do we know that every incident was a race-based incident? Do we know that Half were, a quarter, a tenth? Do you know how many of the incidents were not done by, in terms of certainly violence, was not done by a white? 
do you know that as of now, there is a zero reason to believe that the Asian massage parlors were attacked because they're Asian? Did you know that? The guy was a, a crackpot, fanatic, weirdo, with a sex addiction, He's gone, had gone into sex addict rehab, and in his in his crazed mind believed that if he killed people involved in anything sexual, he could sort of get rid of that demon. That's why it happened. Do you remember, uh, I'll give you an example of how much the press lies. What was the name of that? Was it The Pulse? What was the name of the nightclub that was called Gay and a massive massacre took place? It was called Pulse. And where was it? Orlando? And the uh, everybody reported uh, this was a clay, classic, classic case of homophobia. Uh, it was a gay, it was a gay place, and the guy shot people to death out of out of homophobia. Actually, it turns out that it it had nothing to do with it being gay. It w- it was an act of Islamic terror. It turned out to be. And remember the uh, the gay guy in uh, the gay man, I should say, in Wyoming, who was left to die tied to a fence in his terrible death, and it was blamed on homophobia in America. It turned out that he was he was killed by was it another gay that it turned out to be, or I believe in in some drug deal this was reported in a lengthy book I had the author on who was gay Uh, it had nothing to do with homophobia It's, it's a world of Jussie Smollett's basically that's what it is fed by the lying media the lying media is a redundant term they just lie the, he- the headline in, in the Daily News is, is an imp- implicit lie. So back to our author, Charles Yu. These attacks are telling a different story. They're perpetuating the idea that Americans can only look a certain way, sound a certain way. Who says that? Who gives a damn if you're an Asian American? Who gives a damn? People don't even... Don't even mention it. It doesn't. It doesn't register. We don't care. Do you know, the vast majority of Americans don't care, which is the way it should be. <laughs> yes, that's a good point. Yeah, you know what the stereotype about Asian Americans is? They they work really hard. <laughs> that's right. One eight Prager seven seven six. The Dennis Prager Show. Hi everybody. I will continue with the Asian American hysteria, or the hysteria over Asian American hatred. Let's put that more precisely later. Right now, I have Ryan Anderson on. Ryan Anderson is a senior fellow at the Heritage Foundation, and been in the news a lot. He is the author of When Harry Became Sally, 
responding to the transgender movement or the transgender moment, actually. And uh, Ryan Anderson, welcome to the Dennis Prager Show. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be with you. Where are you speaking from? I'm in Luckett, Virginia, about uh, 60 miles northwest of D.C. What is the thesis of when Harry became Sally? Uh, In a catchphrase, it's that biology is not bigotry, and that rather than attempting to do what is impossible, you know, transform bodies to align them with misguided thoughts and feelings, we should try to do what is possible, which is to help people embrace uh, reality, including the reality of their own bodies, that it's not loving, it's not compassionate to put a child on puberty-blocking drugs or cross-sex hormones or to perform a double mastectomy on a teenage girl. And all of that is now happening in our country under the name of civil rights, um, and that conservatives need to have the courage uh, to speak out against this. What's happened to your book? So, um, you know, it was first published in 2018, and, you know, it sold tens of thousands of copies, and Amazon sold tens of those thousands of copies, and then three weeks ago, Amazon disappeared the book. Um, On a Sunday afternoon, someone was trying to buy it, reached out to me to say, hey, I can't find it. And I just assumed it was a technical glitch. I'd pull out my Amazon app. The hardcover is gone. The paperback's gone. The Kindle edition's gone. The Audible book's gone. Even used copies. They won't even allow third parties to sell used copies. Um, and they're doing this, uh, this took place the Sunday afternoon before a major vote in Congress on a transgender bill that my book is critical of and that I have spoken out against, um, uh, in the past few weeks. And Amazon sells something like 70% of all new adult nonfiction books, 80% of all e-books. This is them using outsized market share to try to shut down debate. Did you contact Amazon? We did, uh, because their own content policy says that before they remove a title, they will reach out to publishers and authors to try to explain the decision and try to work something out ahead of time. They never reached out to us. Uh, we reached out to them immediately trying to figure out, like we thought maybe it was a technical glitch. And then they got back to us saying that the book violates their content policy. Uh, but they wouldn't tell us you know, what aspect of the content policy the book violates. They wouldn't tell us what page of the book you know, commits the violation. They wouldn't tell us why after three years of not violating the policy it only now violates the policy you know we all have our suspicion you know that trump was no longer president you know Barr was no longer the attorney general senator hawley was no longer a member of the majority party uh and so there wouldn't be consequences they thought uh, at least at the federal level and there was a big vote coming up uh, uh in the house of representatives four senators sent them a letter um, asking for an actual explanation, and all they will say is that the book violates their policy because, quote, they don't sell books that, quote, um, frame LGBTQ identities as mental illnesses, end quote. And my book does nothing of the sort, right? And so they've now added libel um, to the list and defamation to the list of, you know, potential um, uh, legal problems that they are in for, you know, first delisting the book. I inferred from your earlier take that you do regard gender dysphoria as, as a, an abnormal condition. Well, I definitely think it's a condition. Uh, the analogy that I use in the book is that it's similar to anorexia, right? And so no one would 
prescribe liposuction to a high school girl with anorexia, but we also wouldn't say that that high school girl is mentally ill, right? It's just, it's not the way that we talk about these issues. So Amazon is intentionally misdescribing the book to make it seem like I take a uncharitable rhetorical approach, you know, make it seem like I'm trying to, you know, denigrate and stigmatize people as their excuse for delisting the book, right? So they're, they're actually, you know, adding insult to injury here by trying to like to defame me to try to harm my professional reputation because what the book does, it talks about this issue in a civil and compassionate way, the way that you would talk about, you know, someone who's struggling with anorexia, right? You wouldn't say that girl's mentally ill, but you would also say she doesn't need liposuction, right? What she needs is counseling. What she needs is, is help to feel comfortable in her body. And there's not a problem with her body. It's a very good analogy. I, 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 I like that. We'll be back in a moment. Ryan Anderson's book, removed from Amazon after three years. The book is When Harry Became Sally. Let there be no doubt, big tech and the far left have joined forces to purge America of conservative views. So why exactly are we choosing to give big tech companies all of our personal data? The battle lines have been drawn. Big tech has made it clear which side they're on. Now is the time to take a stance. Protect your personal data from big tech with the VPN I trust for my online protection, ExpressVPN. Every device, whether you're on your phone, laptop, or TV, has a unique string of numbers called an IP address. When you search Search for things, watch videos, or even click a link. Big tech companies can use that IP to track your activity and tie it back to you. So stop handing over your data to big tech companies whose aim is to censor you and spy on you. Defend your rights and protect your internet activity with the VPN I use. Visit expressvpn.com dash Prager, E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash Prager to get three extra months free, expressvpn.com slash Prager. I'm Dennis Prager. I'm speaking to and with Ryan Anderson. And he's president of the Ethics and Public Policy Center, among other achievements. His book is When Harry Became Sally, Responding to the Transgender Moment. It's taken off a few weeks ago, simply removed after three years, removed by Amazon. No reason given other than, what was was their wording again, Ryan? They falsely claim that that the book frames LGBTQI. Oh, oh, as a mental illness. Mental illnesses. Right. Are there any books out there that claim that Trump's support was a mental illness? (laughs) I'm sure there must be. Trump derangement syndrome. No, no, that's our claim. Uh, uh, Yeah, right. Right. People who hate Trump. By the way, I'm, I wonder if anybody who says Trump derangement syndrome could not have his book sold. That, that's a, that's claimed to be a mental uh, problem or mental illness, even. I mean, the uh, what about all of the psychiatrists who said that uh, he was mentally ill and, and unfit to be president? Are their books allowed on 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 Amazon? The answer, of course, to all of this is yes. So, what? I'll ask you two questions. Why do you think this is the third rail now, the transgender issue, which is a very large question? And the other is, why did they allow Abigail Schreier's book on the subject to remain on Amazon? Those are great questions. Um, On the latter, I have no idea 
because, you know, I think Abigail's book is outstanding. It's, it's excellent. It doesn't pull its punches. You know, I encourage all of our listeners um, to go out and buy it. You can't buy it from Target, though. You know, Target uh, removed Abigail's book, put it back for a little bit, and I believe just removed it again a couple of weeks ago. Um, and so I don't know. I mean, this would suggest that there's some um, arbitrariness to Amazon standards. I mean, that, and that's what you were getting at with your question of, you know, are they going to be doing this to anyone who discusses, you know, mental illness, blah, blah, blah. It just seems like they're being arbitrary. They're being selective. Um, they're doing this in a targeted way to try to take someone down. Um, you know, I now run a think tank that was probably the most prominent organization in D.C. opposing the Equality Act last week. You know, the two people who testified against it, it was Abigail Schreier and was one of our fellows at the Ethics and Public Policy Center. So all sorts of reasons why they might be uh, going after the book. To your, to your first question, though, and I, I think that's really the crucial question here. I think to a certain extent, some of the transgender issues actually, um, uh, uh, they realize how weak their claims are, that they can't win in an open, fair debate, that ordinary Americans would see through. The emperor has no clothes on these issues. Um, and so they have to shut down the debate, right? So I actually, I don't think it's a sign of, you know, them being secure in their position. I actually think it's a, it's a way that they're admitting some insecurity, uh, that they don't think they can win if all the facts get out. And so they're trying to, you know, prematurely censor the debate from even happening. I think it's a very good answer. Of all their positions, that might be the most self-consciously weak. That that men give birth is not easy for even a leftist to say with a straight face. That's right. And that high school boys should be winning girls' athletic competitions. I mean, these track athletes... Um, who have lost, you know, these two high school boys who keep coming in first and second place in all the Connecticut state track championships. Joe the plumber sees that and knows it's wrong. And you don't need to be politically conservative. You don't need to be religiously devout to say that something's not fair when obvious biological males are competing against girls and wiping the floor with them. I mean, there's an unfair advantage there. Um, and so I think they just, they, they want to ignore it, right? Censor it. Quiet. Stop Stop raising an issue about this. Where is your book available? Uh, the best place to get it is going to be direct from the publisher, because uh, the publisher has a backbone. They're not going to cancel me. They're not embarrassed about this. It's uh, Roger Kimball uh, and Encounter Books. Uh, and you, know, you probably have had tons of guests from Encounter Books over the years, because they publish a lot of really good books. And so I would say go to EncounterBooks.com. And then look at what else they carry, because you're probably going to find three or four additional titles uh, that you might want to read. Is it also, is it still available on Barnes & Noble? It is. So I think Barnes & Noble sees this as, uh, as, a, as a market opportunity. That, you know, with Amazon canceling the book, um, so far they have refused to cancel it. They are out of stock, though. And, and so, unfortunately, what ended up happening was there was the Streisand effect as, as Amazon canceled it. More people wanted to go out and get it. Um, Walmart also sold out, and then they started canceling people's orders. Right, so so it may actually end up hurting me with book sales because people who went out to buy the book are now getting their their orders canceled from Walmart, and that just strikes me as a bad business practice. I asked you why you think that there is such an uproar over this issue in particular. 
and you mentioned, and I think it's a very intelligent response, they in, in their hearts know it doesn't make sense, that it's not fair to girls to have biological boys compete against them. They know that. They have to suppress it. I think, uh, so I agree. So here's, So I'm asking an additional question. Why do you think they've even taken this position? Ideology. I think most politicians who were in favor of gay marriage didn't think twice about what the T in LGBT even stood for. And you know, now you have Joe Biden saying that you know transgender rights are the human rights issue of our time and we can't compromise over them. I doubt if you were to sit down with him, you know, privately, confidentially over dinner and say, Joe, tell me about, you know, what is a transgender right? Like, what is this? I doubt he fully knows what it means right. for medicine, puberty blocking drugs. Well, listen, you, politics. your center is in good hands with you. It's a very important book. When Harry became, is it became or becomes? I want to uh, get that right. When Harry became Sally, add Encounter Books or Barnes & Noble. I'm Dennis Prager. Hi, everybody. I'm Dennis Prager, and apropos of the last call, Father Arrested, it's a New York Post piece. This is from Canada. Canada is actually worse than the United States. All the English-speaking countries are the worst in the world. Uh, in the Western world. I, I, I am not entirely certain why. I heard an interesting thesis that the a greater proportion of people in English-speaking countries went to college and therefore became haters, intolerant, and stupid. I mean that literally. I don't. I never exaggerate. You may think I'm wrong. But I'm not exaggerating in my perception of what college does to most people. Now, high school does it, and so does elementary school. A Canadian man was arrested this week, New York Post, after violating a court order that banned him from speaking publicly about his son's gender transition. The man, whose identity is reportedly under a publication ban by a British Columbia Court of Appeals to protect his child, was found in contempt of court and arrested Tuesday for calling the teen his daughter and publicly referring to him with the pronouns she and her, according to the post-millennial Canadian site. And is arrested for calling his daughter, who was transitioning to male, she. I told you, because the left is a cult, the first thing it goes after is parental authority. All cults do that. That's why in my explaining the Ten Commandments in my Bible commentary, the Rational Bible, I explain the incredible significance to the commandment, the fifth commandment, honor your father and mother. Parental authority is sacred. Can it be abused? All authority could be abused. But I, I trust more in parents than I do in government. 
Governments make genocides, not parents. The teenager was born as a female and reportedly identifies as transgender and prefers the use of male pronouns. The the father reportedly began litigation against the teen's mother after learning of the transition. More on that, more on the Asian-American hysteria. That is the hysteria about Asian-Americans, not Asian-Americans are hysterical. The left is hysterical. And some Asian-Americans are buying it tragically. I'm Dennis Prager. This is Fundraising Month for PragerU. Please help us out at PragerU.com.